There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, one church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Let's make the confession of faith. It's at the bottom of the screen. I'm lifting my phone because I've got the Harvest Mobile app, and that's where I can review the entirety of the Bible right there. In fact, it will read the Bible to you, so I encourage you to do that. Let's say it together, y'all. I'm ready to receive and fully submit to God's Word, which is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, do what you do when you do when you do how you do it because you do it so well. Speak to us now. Say, Lord, speak to me. Say, I came ready to eat. Say, I came hungry. Uh, say, I'm ready to receive. Say, your will be done in me tonight. Guys, this is the last message in our series, Power. And today's message is this title. And I want to start with the title because we're going to get to the content very quickly. The title of today's message is Give Him No Rest. Say that out of your mouth, please. Give Him No Rest. Isaiah 62 and 6, it says this. On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have set watchmen all the day and all the night. They shall never be silent. Somebody say, watchmen have been set. It says, watchmen have been set all the day and all the night, and they shall never be silent. You who put the Lord in remembrance, take no rest. I need my scriptures on my screen, please. Uh, watch this. Uh, this is a good opportunity for those of y'all that have the Harvest Mobile app to go on and pull it up on your phone. And anybody still use a traditional Bible with highlighters? <laughs> and the way you remember what you put in the Bible was because of how you highlighted it. You didn't even remember what page it was on, but you remembered your highlight. That's this, Isaiah 62 and 6. It says, on your walls, old Jerusalem. Stop. Jerusalem means the city of peace. For you and I, it is not a city. It's a quality of life. It is the life of shalom. That means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. Watch this. God says, I put watchmen's, uh, watchmen around your peace. Stop. God says, I put watchmen around you not missing anything, you not lacking anything, nothing being broken and all being well in your life. It says, all the day and all the night, they shall never be silent. Touch your neighbor and say, why'd you shut up? Uh-huh. Watch this. You who put uh, the Lord in remembrance, take no rest. In other words, watch this. What does that mean uh, with, to put the Lord into remembrance? It's this principle that I've taught you about prayer so far in this series. That the, pr the process of prayer is that we ask, let's see if you remember it, seek and knock. Check this. God says, listen, I need you, those of you who put the Lord in remembrance, those of you who ask and seek him not to take no rest. Can I say something to you Wednesday? You're resting, but it's not done yet. 
Some of you are resting, but you don't have any results yet. Some of you are complaining about you're tired, but you haven't triumphed yet. So tonight what I came to do is put a shock into your body and a shock into your spirit in this building and online to tell you, don't you rest because watch this. If you rest, you're going to uh, allow the Lord to think that you don't want what it was that you asked for. And I need you to not have gone through all the hell that you went through to confuse God about whether or not you really want him. Would you touch your neighbor and say, take no rest. It says, ask and seek and not. You who put the Lord in remembrance, take no rest. I rebuke you resting and you don't have the results yet. I rebuke you being tired and you haven't triumphed yet. I rebuke you talking about you discouraged and baby, you ain't only take, taking three steps yet. I'm here to tell you your greatest days are not behind you. They are in fact ahead of you. I need you to realize, baby, you're not going out like this. This is not the end of your story. This is not the end of your life. So what they left you, you'll find somebody else. So what they gave up on you, you'll find somebody else i need you to touch your neighbor and say take no rest now watch this you who put the lord in remembrance take no rest now watch this next part here's where the message title comes out verse 7 says and give him no rest stop god says if you stop now i'll stop too come here God says, if you stop praising me now, I'm going to stop producing for you now. If you give up now, then God says, I'm going to take that as a cue that you no longer want what you asked for. If you throw in the town now, I'm going to take that as a cue that all you were doing was just saying it because it was cute, but you didn't want the warfare that came with it. And I need you to lay your hands on yourself and say, give him no rest. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. He says, you take no rest and then don't give God any rest until he establishes Jerusalem. What did we talk about Jerusalem means? Your shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. God says, how in the world are you satisfied and you haven't seen the best yet? How in the world are you satisfied and you haven't seen a, the best miracle yet? How in the world are you satisfied and all your family ain't saved yet? I, I pray that an anointing would be on you tonight. That when you step around your family, folk, and relatives tomorrow, that they wouldn't come to you with mess. They wouldn't come to you with trauma. But they'd say, listen, something's different about you. And I don't know what it is, but I want it. Oh, touch your neighbor. Say, there's a grace coming on you tonight. The same people that talked about you for coming to church, coming on Sunday. The same people that talked about you for giving faithfully, about to put a seed in your hand. Touch your neighbor, say, give him no rest. Wrong neighbor, try another one, say, give him no rest. God says, listen, you don't take a rest. Somebody say, I'm not done yet. There's nothing worse than somebody napping and they haven't yet conquered. There's nothing worse than somebody saying, I'm done. But the reality is, is you haven't actually done anything. I rebuke you getting satisfied because you're the best of your friends. Come here. Some of you, you keep comparing your progress to your friends. And your friends ain't really about nothing. So you feel good about you because you're the best of them. But God says you're supposed to do, I feel like preaching, exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or think stop comparing yourself to your circle when you already know you're the best one in your circle that's why God's about to upgrade some of your circle because your group is too low they don't challenge you to get better they keep you average they don't challenge you to come to church more they does your neighbor say give him no rest God says I need you I need you not to take rest. And I need you to give God no rest. In other words, every time God turns around, you know, we say stuff like this. Every time I turn around, he's going to be blessing me. Stop. God says, every time I turn around, it's you. Let me talk to y'all because they ain't going to say nothing to me. God says, every time I turn around, here you go talking about thank you, Jesus. Talking about thank you, Lord. Talking about, Lord, do it. <laughs> Talking about, Lord, have your way. Talking about, Lord, open the door. Talking about, today is going to be the day. Talking about, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let me talk to them. God says, listen, every time I turn around, here you go forgiving people. Here you go sowing. Here you go serving. Here you go giving. You won't give me any rest, so I'm going to give you what you ask for. 
And some of y'all better hear me. In the last few weeks of this year, God says, if you won't rest, neither will he. God says, if you won't rest, neither will he. So watch. So watch. Somebody said, Lord, I'm not letting you rest. What? Some of y'all, your fire has been whacked because you ain't had one. I speak a fire into you. I speak a passion into you. And I pray that whatever's had you distracted would get the hell up out your life, up out of your family, up out of your car. I'm not cussing. Hell is a Greek word that's Gehenna. It means hot trash. I pray that whatever's got you thinking crazy, that it would flee. I pray that whatever's got you distracted, it would flee. Somebody holler, give him no rest. Look, give him no rest. God says, every time I turn around, here you go praying again. Every time I turn around, here you go hoping again. Every time I turn around, here you go telling me thank you again. If you sit next to somebody that ain't clapped yet, please get up and pretend like you're going to the bathroom and just go sit in another row. Watch this, watch this. For the rest of this year, I just need to check this room. I need this temperature up. Watch this. I need the temperature of the praise to be right so that you can burn some stuff up. There's some stuff you won't fight if the temperature gets hot enough. There's some warfare you never have to deal with if the temperature's hot enough. Watch me. Watch me. Y'all ready? Watch me. Y'all ready? Watch this. On the count of three, for those of you who are committing that from now until the end of the year, you're not going to give the Lord rest. I'm going to show you how to do that in just a moment. For those of you that that's you, I need you to put such a praise in this atmosphere that he knows you mean business. One, two, three, go. If you sit next to somebody that ain't praising, switch seats. They too cold. I ain't giving you no rest. I ain't giving you no rest. I've come too far to turn back now. I'm not giving you any rest. Say yes, Lord. Be seated. I ain't giving you no rest. Until I get what you told me, I'm not giving you any rest. <laughs> Until the new thing is birthed, I'm not giving you any rest. So here it is. Y'all got 30 seconds and then I got to finish. Go. You got 30 seconds to put a praise on it right there. In this building and online, let him know you ain't giving him no rest. Every time I turn around, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let me finish. Let me finish. God says, I'm just looking for somebody that, watch this, ain't going to give up now. I'm just looking for somebody that ain't going to throw in the towel now. I'm just looking for somebody that ain't going to talk about you tired now. You're only 47. You got more life. You're only 50. You're only 60. You're, if you still got a pulse, God still has a plan. Let me finish. <laughs> so here it is. Because some of y'all were getting a little weary. You were against. You like when a fighter gets in the corner and they on the, what do they call them things? In a fight, in a boxing match. The cables, the what? The who? When a fighter's in a boxing match, what do they call them? The, the ring. But what do they call them things, though? The ropes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm talking about the cables. Touch your neighbor and say, get off the ropes. Say, so you're about to have results. Come here, please. Come here, please. Somebody say, results. Shout it, results. You're going to be so glad you didn't quit. You're going to be so glad you didn't let them crazy folk talk you out of it. You're going to be so glad that you changed your circle before they killed you. 
You're going to be so glad you let your praise go high so that he could knock some stuff out before you walked out of this building. Let me finish. So here it is. So here, how do I do that, Bishop? How do I practically take no rest in my process? So here it is, Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 4. So each message of each week, the first was process. Say process. process. Second was prayer. Say prayer. prayer. The third was your position. Say position. This Sunday we hit pronouncement. Say pronouncement. So they all started with P. The name of the series is Power. I made it very simple so that you could remember this. All right. Now, here it is. Say, take no rest in my process. Please say it like an army. Say, take no rest in my process. See, when God knows you're serious, it'll start with what comes out of your mouth. You won't talk, you won't talk all meek and mild and all that. You're going to talk like you a soldier. <laughs> I'm a no-limit soldier, too. I thought I told you. Huh? And the vessel he was making of clay, say, that's me. Something happened because it got spoiled. <laughs> it got spoiled. Spoiled here means two things. One, it means marred. In other words, there was a defect in the creation. But then secondly, it literally means what we think of. Somebody got spoiled. What happens when you get spoiled? You get too much too fast with no cost. There's no process to get what you possess. And when there's no process to get what you possess, you won't appreciate it. This is why for all my single people, you're too easy. You're too accessible. And whenever you're easy and accessible, there's no process to get you. So you will spoil people and then be mad that they treat you like what they are. And the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled where? In the potter's hand. Which means you can still be in God's hand and still get spoiled. You're so used to him bailing you out when he says no, you, you get an attitude and leave church. Shut up. You're so used to him bailing you out that when he doesn't do what you want him to do, when you want him to do it, all of a sudden I ain't going to be serving for a while. And God says, listen, I got something for your spoiled tail. What's this? He says, he says, and the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand. Which means you can be in God's hand and still be spoiled. That's deep, Wednesday. Because sometimes we think, well, if I'm with the Lord, that means everything is good. He's good, but you still got some stuff that you're working up out of you. And he reworked it. Somebody say, he's reworking me. In other words, God says, listen, I was doing it like this. But then when you got spoiled, I had to back that thing up and I had to reverse it and I had to do it like this. In other words, there's certain things, watch this, where God says, I had to rework the plan because watch this, you became spoiled in my hand. But I need you to know you're still going to make it. Come on, come on, come on. I need you to know, watch this. He didn't change his mind. He just had to change the plan. Come here. He didn't decide that he wasn't going to use it. He just decided, I'm going to have to use it. I'm going to have to take you the long way. Remember what the children of Israel, well, the Bible says, he could have taken them a short or journey, but he didn't do it because when they saw the warfare, they were going to get discouraged and decide to go back. So for some of you, you being spoiled was that you didn't want to fight. You didn't want to have to deal with people, so you just said, I won't deal with nobody. And God says, but you're not going to learn how to deal with it. Can I tell you, some of the people that have been sandpaper in your life have actually been there to refine you. What is sandpaper for? It means it rubs on me harsh, but it makes me smoother. It rubs on me harsh, but it makes me better. I need you to stop cursing what God sent to kill. Watch this. You're, you're being spoiled. And he reworked it into another vessel. Watch this. So say another vessel. I need you to see the significance in the verse, church. And the vessel he was making, look at the latter part, he reworked it into another vessel. Look at me. This is why sometimes you will feel like you don't know who you are. Sometimes you'll feel like, I just don't know who I am anymore. Good. Who you were was sufficient to get you to where you got. But where you're going needs a better version. Where you're going and what you're about to do requires a better version of you. So I need you watch this. God says, you used to worry about everything. Now you pray about everything. I reworked you into a, another vessel. You used to cuss everybody out. And now you just shut your mouth and say, do what you're going to do. Because I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Because what you're not going to do is take my joy. Let's go right there. This joy that I have. The world did not give it and the world cannot take it away. You ain't taking my joy. So baby, you do whatever you got to do. And you do it over there. Because over here, as for me, come on here. And my house, we... We'll serve the Lord. See, you used to inject yourself from everybody else's business. And now you're like, I don't care nothing about that. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Let Darlene and Jack and them do what they got to do. I got to just be over here and do what I got to do. Because they keep on, they're going to be frying fish in the morning. I need to focus on. Watch me. As it seemed good, 
To who? The potter. God does not consult you about what he makes you into. And this is a problem for control freaks. Because see, watch this. You'll stop fighting because you don't like what he's changing you into. Because some of you, you just boo, splat out at the mouth. And now he's making you shut up and submit. And y'all ain't talking to me. And so now, watch this. You don't like that because you feel weak. But you're not weak. You're being meek. And meek means submissive. God says, I need you to learn how to submit. Because when you learn how to submit, I can trust you with stuff that's bigger than you. You'll never be over much until you're under much. Hmm? He says, as it seemed good to the potter, say, Lord, make me comfortable with what you're doing. A lot of your fight... It's because you don't like what he's doing. You don't like the way he's doing it. And so you're going to try to tell God how to do his job. Touch your neighbor and say, this is above your pay grade. So watch this. You may want to be the, the 11. But he says right now, your groceries. And if you don't learn how to humble yourself and be groceries, because I'm better than that. I can do more than that. I got more talent than that. I got more gift than that. But God says, but you don't know how to be faithful. So be faithful with your groceries. And when you're faithful with your groceries, I might make you an 11. Wrote a song for you. Might let you record it. So how do I give him no rest? I just simply say, Lord, your will. I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting you, God. How do you know you're fighting him? You worry. That's fighting. How do you know you're fighting him? Fear. That's fighting him. You're presuming that what he brought you to, he can't get you through. How do you know you're fighting him? Because you're starting stuff with everybody around you. I just need to say something. How about you just be quiet sometimes? Everything doesn't require a conversation. Sometimes the best antidote is... Y'all ain't talking to me. I give him no rest with my process when I stop fighting the process. Um, you ever, uh, parents, when you had your infant and you were trying to um, use a little thing to extract stuff out of their nose? A little suction cup. What'd the kid do? Messed my chain. Watch me. Can I be real with you? Can I stretch you? Can you promise not to get mad at me? Even if you do, you know I'm good. I want you to know your pastor's heart, okay? Hear me. Love you. I love you. You ready? That's what some of y'all look like in the spirit. God is like there's stuff on your face that everybody else can see. And I'm trying to take it off. So you stop looking like a fool in front of everybody, but you. Touch your neighbor and say, stop fighting God. So here's the next one. So that's how you take no rest in your process. So here's the second one. Take no rest in prayer. Say, take no rest, take no rest. in prayer. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Do not be anxious woo, about anything. But in everything. See, here's the problem. We don't pray about everything. We only pray about the stuff that we screwed up. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. So once your career fails, then you're like, God, what am I going to do? And God is like, how about you start asking me up front? Once the relationship fails, and the truth is you knew it would because you knew you couldn't trust him up front. But you just decided you was going to try God. You know what's amazing to me is we will give more to a human than you will to God. You'll be faithful to somebody that had been cheating on you, sleeping on you, slapping on you, beating on you, and talking crazy to you for 15 years. And then one time something, God don't do something. You're talking about, I ain't going back to church. I got church hurt. But you let this person, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. 
Touch your neighbor, say, forgive God. Let's go Wednesday night. Come on, let's get to where we're going. Some of you are mad and angry with God, and you give more grace to people than you do to God, and God wasn't wrong. You just didn't understand what he was doing. This is too heavy for a Thanksgiving message. <laughs> do not be anxious about anything. Say, Lord, help me. That's the whole prayer. But in what? Everything. What if you started praying about, watch this, your conversations before you had them? And instead of just saying, uh-uh. Listen. God will make people do right. I learned something powerful. I learned something powerful. I learned the powerful of typing it and sitting on it. I needed to get it out. So sometimes there's things I may type out and sit on it. Some of y'all need to start the text and leave it right there. And then once you come back to yourself, go back and... Y'all ain't talking to me tonight? Couples, before you walk in that house, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to tell him. going to get these kids. I told them I had this snow snubble before I got, it's 45 inches out there. You tell them these kids, a four-year-old better have a snow snubble. I'm going to get them. No, okay, y'all get the point? Somebody say pray about everything. Pray. Everything by prayer. Watch me. And supplication. What do we learn supplication is? Backup. Touch your neighbor and say, I'm your backup. So this is why we have prayer partners in church, guys. Please stop going through stuff by yourself when you got backup at the front of the stage every week. What well, says with thanksgiving? Whoa, 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 whoa. God says, pray, get some backup, and tell me thank you. Let's say that together. Pray, get some backup, tell God thank you. Say it again. Pray, get some backup, tell God thank you. So there's certain things that God says, I'm not doing that because you're unthankful. You are unthankful. You're ungrateful. Is it because you're unthankful and because you're ungrateful, I'm not doing anything. Let me prove it to you. The other day, the other, I, um, somebody I know was driving. Somebody I know. It was one of y'all. One of us. Anyway, so they were driving. And Somebody got over. When they got over, they did not give this. Denver, allow me to teach you a lesson in common courtesy. For all of my digital campuses, please. When someone lets you over and they don't have to, they stop their forward progress to let you in. The least you could do, once you get in front of them, is put your hand up and say, thank you. Someone say, thank you. God says, I keep letting you get over. I keep letting you make progress. I keep advancing you. And you know what I don't hear from you? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take 15 seconds. And I need you to get five things on your mind that you're thankful for. And in this building and online, I want you to tell them just how thankful you are for those five things. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? You got 15 seconds. Go. 15. Name those five things. 14. If you're online, type them in. Everybody, type them in. If, unless you're driving. If you're driving, don't type. Unless you pull over. 10. Come on. 9. Come on. 8. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Everybody in this building, holler, thank you, Lord. He says, he says, the reason sometimes what you're dealing with seems so overwhelming is because you're not thankful. He says, if you were thankful for having a car, you wouldn't be overwhelmed that you're having car trouble. 
if you were thankful that you had a job, you wouldn't be overwhelmed and watch this, they making you work for it. You only said that to me. If you were thankful, watch this, that you had people that cared about you, you wouldn't get an attitude that they checked you. Come here. Watch, he says, let your request be made known to God. Verse 7. And when I do that, so what is the formula? It's a, literally a formula. So, so let's go back to the prior verse. It's literally a formula. It's literally a formula. Uh, watch this. Say prayer. Back up. Tell God thank you. Here's what you get. And the peace of God, verse 7 of Philippians 4, will, of which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What will the peace do? Guard you. That sounds so familiar. I said, watchman, come on, be a good church and act like I just read you these verses from Isaiah. He says, I will be a watchman. Say, he's my watchman. He says, watch this. The peace of, which, of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In other words, he says, you won't do crazy stuff to try to get it on your own. You won't do crazy stuff to try to make it happen yourself. You are literally stepping out of peace where you're not protected to try to possess something. Which is why there's so much stress to keep what you possess because God didn't give it to you. So you're now stressed to keep it because you're the one that went to go get it. He wasn't the one that gave it and provided it for you and to you. Somebody said, Lord, I need your peace. Which surpasses understanding. Can I tell you how you know when you're stepping into that? When something happens and all of a sudden stuff starts rising up and you get emotional, you get angry, watch this. What does it do? It surpasses understanding. So here's what happens. All your emotions rise, 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 and then it passes. Come here. It surpasses your understanding. And as your emotions arise and you're like, God is good. And God's going to get the glory out of this. Encourage somebody on your road. Say, let it surpass your understanding. See, because normally, here's what you do. You get angry, 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 angry. You hollering, you cussing, you fighting, you screaming. You're doing this, 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 you're doing this. But the peace that surpasses, watch this. You get emotional. You may get angry because guess what? You're a human being. You may have moments, and then all of a sudden, watch this. Boop, I went past that, and it surpasses understanding. So while I should be sad, I'm glad. When I should be angry, I'm actually motivated. When I should be frustrated, I'm actually dedicated. Whatever it is that I shouldn't be, I become because his peace surpasses understanding. That's how I give him no rest in prayer, which means every time I got an issue, I pray, I get some backup, I tell God, thank you. I pray, touch your neighbor and say, I'm your backup. And if they won't touch you or talk to you, that's cool, just find you some actual backup. Better to find out now they're not armed. You don't need somebody coming in there to try to help you that they got no weapons. All right, let's move. Here's the third thing. Take no rest in your position. So remember what I'm doing. Remember our foundation for tonight is give him no rest. Somebody say, uh, somebody say, I'm giving the Lord no rest. Okay. All right. So take no rest in your position. Mark 14, 38. So from prayer, you'll remember that I gave you the different watches or positions of prayer. And the original ones I gave you were corporate prayer. I talked about prayer and fasting. Talked about prayer and sowing. Last Wednesday, I gave you a, a, a whole gamut of them. Watch this. It says, watch and pray. Someone say, both of them. Both of them. Mm, no, you guys said, mm -mm, not both of them. It's B-O-F-F-U-M. Come on, be a good church. Know your Bible. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's not Bible. But let's just say it. Let's just use the slang tonight. Y'all ready? Let's go. Both of them. Some of y'all are still, you shouldn't still be talking. See, <laughs> some of y'all. So that's how you said it too much. You said too much. It's, it's not both of them. Both of them. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, ready? Go. Both of them. Stop. You shouldn't be saying nothing right now. You should not. Nothing should be coming to your mouth. All right. Watch and pray. Both of them. Okay, some of y'all some of y'all are too educated and erudite. That's fine. That's okay. Listen, we can go there. Somebody say both of them. All right. <laughs> Praise God, right? Let's go. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Take my position and pray. Let me tell you why some of your prayers don't work. Because you get out of position. 
You get out of position and you're praying and God says, that ain't what I said to do. I said, stay in position. That means you stay in the role. You stay in what you were told to do. You stay in serving. You stay in giving. You stay in forgiveness. God says, you got out of position and you're praying, but I ain't hearing nothing you're saying. Because that's not what I said to do. And you don't get to make me uh, do what you want me to do. Can I get you to say that, that slang word, please? Both of them. Watch or position yourself and pray. Why? Here's why you need both of them. So that you don't enter into temptation. And what did I teach you temptation means? That you abort the process. See, when all you do is pray and you're not in position, there's no real pressure so your prayers are weak. See, when you're in position and you're praying, watch this. Uh, come here. <laughs> I'm using you a lot. You must have prayed to ask the Lord to use you. All right, push on me. All right, so watch this. Here's what most people do. <laughs> Father, in Jesus' name, <laughs> I'm just feeling so... But watch me, watch me, watch me. You don't know what your enemy's doing. So you don't even know what to pray. Because <laughs> you're out of, you're not watching and praying. Can I get you to say that slang word? Both of them. So here's what happens. Watch and pray. I got pressure, but I know exactly what to pray. Lord, take his knees out. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying nothing. Be a good church. Lord, take his knees out. Y'all not saying nothing, but keep pushing on me. Okay, he's still pushing. He's still going. Lord, take his desire to want to fight me. Y'all not saying nothing. When I watch and pray, I know what to pray because I can see what my enemy is doing. Can I get you to say that slang word one more time? Both of them. Thank you. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Here's the last one. Take no rest in your pronouncement. Remember the foundation. Let me just go back to it. Let's go back to Isaiah 62 and 6 and 7 real fast so we can get it. Y'all ready? On your walls, old Jerusalem, I've already explained this to you. I'm just going to get to the keystone portion of it. I've set watchmen all the day, all the night, and they shall never be silent. You who put the Lord in remembrance, ask, seek, not. Do what? Take no rest. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, this is not rest time. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, get up. Mm. You're talking about you're going to be a boss and you take naps until noon. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It don't work like that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Talking about you're going to be a CEO. CEOs don't have weekends. They build a life they don't need a vacation from. Come on. Hmm? Huh? Watch. Somebody say, I can't rest now until I have big results. See, you said, well, Bishop, what about rest? You know, listen, let me help you. Right. Well, didn't God rest when he was done? And the Lord looked at everything he had created and saw that it was good. Then he created a day called Shalom. The Sabbath, meaning Shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. All is well. So he said, the only reason, watch this, that I'm in Shalom is because I have results. I went through the warfare to get what I spoke. So now I rest, not because I'm tired, but because I did it. And now I'm about to do something bigger and better. Can I get you to put both of your hands in the air and say, it's about to be big. Release this over your life. Say, God's about to blow my mind. All right, watch. Then here's verse 7. And give him no rest. So, so you remember where we're at, right? I said you remember where we're at, right? So here's the last way uh, that we do this. Take no rest in your pronouncement. This was Sunday's message. And I said this to us. Often we poorly pronounce before we properly perceive. That's so good. Because you're pronouncing stuff you haven't fully seen. You have been in the building all day and they say, how's the weather? Child, it's bad. How you know? Watch this. You went off of what somebody told you. 
you let somebody else's forecast produce your pronouncement. So now you're talking about it's impossible because they can't do it. You're talking about it's never going to turn around because it won't turn around for them. Ooh, but I need you to know you're the interruption. Let's go here for a minute. To the dysfunction in your bloodline. You're the curse breaker in your bloodline. You're the line crosser in your bloodline. You're the boundary breaker in your bloodline. Somebody say, I'm the one to do it. So look, 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 look. Luke 6.45. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. The evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. Um, watch this. From the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Heart in scripture means what? Your mind. For my note takers and my Bible scholars, it's the word leb in Hebrew, Genesis to Malachi, L-E-B, meaning mind. For my note takers, those that are scholastic in your uh, ecclesiastical endeavors and those that have a spiritual prowess that perhaps transcends that of the people on their row. Watch. Uh, it is the word cardia in the New Testament, the Brit Shahadashah. It is bad. Y'all with me? You talking about both of them. Right? <laughs> All right? God says, God says, whatever's in your mind comes out of your mouth. Shut up. So now I know what you're thinking. You missed it. Now I know what you're thinking. Y'all see this here? Some of y'all be like, I'm just so confused about what they really want. They told you. It came out of their mouth. I was doing this thing on Instagram answering questions. And one of the questions somebody asked me was, how do you know if somebody likes you? <laughs> it normally starts out with, you know I, I, I love you. All right. So I got to move. I got to move. That can't come out of my preacher time. That's out of your time. <laughs> All right. Watch. Look. God says, if your heart is evil. What does evil mean in the Bible? Contrary to. What does that mean? If I'm going this way and this is in my way, this is evil to me. Got it? God says, if you have stuff in you, watch me, that's contrary to you. It comes out of your mouth. Now I need you to check that. Because some of the stuff you're complaining about, you created with your mouth. So you were the one that says nothing ever works out for you. You were the one that says everybody's against you and you don't know why the whole world hates you. You were the one that said you got all these haters. Question, what they hating on? Some folks be talking about haters, I said. Oh, okay. Maybe you're just mean. You have a negative attitude. And so it's not hate. It's avoidance. <laughs> Let's move. Let's close this out. Somebody catch that in the morning. Just the neighbor say, yeah, catch that in the morning. Now here, everybody in here know you ain't going to have no breakfast, so you're going to be starving until 3 or 4 o'clock tomorrow. When the food going to be ready? Well, I told so it's about two, but we're going to do it at four. <laughs> So-and-so in here, we just going to eat. We just going to eat. Ain't no macaroni and cheese yet. We can't eat. She want me to eat some meat and greens? What is this? Let's move. <laughs> Let's close it. Say, Lord, what's in me that's hurting me? Out of the abundance of his heart. That's what you say. Notice the word abundance. Can I get you to touch your neighbor and don't be offended with them, y'all? We're closing it. Give me 60 seconds. Say, what are you full of? Huh? Notice the text. It's not what's in your heart. It's the abundance of what's in your heart. Which means you only say the stuff that is a whole lot of that in there. And I need you to ask the Lord to do this tonight. Everybody in this building, everybody online, say, Father, fill me with your word. So that's my abundance. Let's go. Say, fill me with words of life. 
so there's in abundance so that's what I'll speak say fill me with words that help me so I can help me with my words give God praise right there everybody go 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 I said everybody go 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 so 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 how do I take no rest in my pronouncement I gave you the first step here's the next step it's in Matthew 12 36 and 37 give me 30 seconds I tell you on the day of judgment stop judgment there is the word that means crisis it doesn't mean someday that's coming where everybody's just mm -mm, talking about somebody say it's talking about right now it says when you get in a crisis you're gonna give account for every careless word that you spoke see you didn't see nothing happening with your words until you got in a crisis and now you are literally living your words you missed it see it's easy to think oh I don't believe in all that I don't think it's all that and God says eh, yeah yeah you didn't see anything until you hit a crisis until you hit a challenge until you hit a tough spot and when you hit a tough spot all of a sudden now watch this he says you're gonna give an account for every careless word you spoke look at me look at me Wednesday look at me in this building look at me online what is the careless stuff that we've spoken and pronounced the careless stuff you know what careless means careless um, in, in New King James it uses the word idle and when you think of idle it's like a car that's idling it's using gas but ain't going nowhere Same thing with idle words. What's some of the idle words? Let's have interactive church. Talk to me. What's some of the idle, careless words you've spoken? Talk to me. Broke? Over it? Lost? Confused? Tired? Lost? Beat? I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I said what I said. All right. I hate you. Prince said I hate you because I love you. Watch me. Y'all don't know, it's a very little known Prince song. That's my favorite one, actually. All right. All right, what else? I ain't doing it. Pointless. I'm in my feelings right now. Don't tell me what to do. I give up. I'm gone. See, because. <laughs> touch your neighbor, say. Says, guys, please don't be offended at them. Why do I have you touch your neighbor so you can agree with this? Because what, what do you need? Backup. So this is your backup. T touch your neighbor and say, no more idle words. All right, all right, one more time, one more time. Say, no more careless words. In other words, what I'm speaking is what's moving me forward. What I'm pronouncing is what's producing what I possess. So I can't let anything come out of my mouth that's not moving in the direction I want to go. So I need you to stop talking about how it's so tight to make ends meet. Shut your mouth. I need you to instead say, I have so much overflow that favor finds me, that resources find me. Somebody the other day said to me, they said, Bishop, there, were, there was another pastor and he was making a, a comment about something. He said, God, I want a grace like that. I said, man, I spoke that. I said, to do that, I spoke that. I said, I need you to know that wasn't just something that dropped off on me. I said, I sold into that and I spoke into that. I need you to say this. Say, Lord, Lord. I'm producing because of my pronouncement. Now I need you to say this over your life. Say, I'm stress-free. Come on. Say, I'm worry-free. Say, there's unity in my family. Say, I can distinguish family from relatives. You don't know about that? You got to go get that Modern Family series. Release this over your life. Say, I have no stress about finances. I have no stress about resources. Say, everybody attached to me is winning. Say, everywhere I look, good things are happening. Say this one. My house is next. For favor. For breakthrough. For increase. Say what I prayed for. Come here. Say I'm about to possess. And I'm getting ready to close. <laughs> Say, Lord, I'm not going to let you rest. Say it again. Say, I'm not going to let you rest. Say, because I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep pronouncing. I'm going to stay in position. I'm going to stay in process. 
Say, I'm not letting you rest until I see what I said. Now put a praise on that. I need you to make sure you're not sitting next to somebody cold. Put a praise on it, right? Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. And at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God. And they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father... In the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do, I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Since 1981, Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org slash walk.